Back in the 80s, I thought I could conquer the world. Hello. Swatch. What? DLT. Basically, you're a neo-maxi zoom dweeby. Nobody appreciates your sense of humor, you know. Pontiac Fiero. He slimed me. Now, only $8.99 at Shakey's. I want my MTV. Bueller. And what's it gonna do? Identity has popped me to you. But it's only authentic if it says members only right here. Live from Members Only Studios, welcome to Living in the 80s, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything having to do with the 1980s, the best that we remember. <laughs> there it is, you got the tagline, I, I did it, I remembered that I time. I love it, good I'm job. I'm proud of myself right now. That's great, it's a great tagline. <laughs> well, hey, if you guys have been following along in the last few weeks, we have been talking about uh, iconic 80s moments. Um, things that like were Matt, go ahead and explain. Well, no, this is our last one. Yeah, if they uh, haven't been here. Just kind of tell them what we're talking about. All we're, all we're looking for is what makes you think '80s. We're not we're not asking you for your favorite. We're not asking you for the best. We're not asking for the most successful or the most popular. But just it, it's it's that word association that we're going we're going to do a music tonight. So when we talk about a a male or a female or a group. What just pops in your brain that just screams '80s to you? What, what, there's no wrong answers. Uh, there's no bad answers. It just because everyone's gonna have a different perspective and a different thought and a, and a different reason for why they choose what they choose. But what pops in your brain '80s when, when we talk about these topics? All right, we'll do it. But um, I, I'm gonna mix it up a little bit here for. for, for you know what? Let's stop, take a brief time out, a little commercial. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Living in the 80s. We are going to go through our iconic 80s music here. Um, like Matt mentioned, we are talking about maybe not necessarily our favorites. Maybe they could be, mm-hmm. but most iconic. When you hear this, you think of this title, this song. So I'm going to mix up the order a little bit here. We're going to okay. save the first one to last. Sounds good. So... So first will be last. Last will be first. So we're going to start off with the most iconic 80s album, in your opinion. So all the albums released in the 80s, go Kevin. Oh boy, I get to go first, huh? Um, and we're not doing any greatest hits, I would assume. Greatest hits do not count. I, yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. Boy, that's a tough one to start off on. Um, I've got to go with Thriller. I mean... That's the obvious. That's yes. the obvious one right ahead. I, mean, yeah. I think it's probably unanimous it. here that we would say that first, yes. Yeah. Um, it was by a guy named Michael Jackson. Say it again, Michael... Michael Jackson. Jackson. Johnson. Okay. Michael Johnson. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> he was a track star, I believe. Um, <laughs> Who was more track than field. If you, <laughs> I don't know if you followed along, but yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, Michael Jackson, he was, uh, when he was younger, he was in a group called the Jackson Five with, with his brothers. Um, his sister they is. No, never. Uh, his sister was Janet Jackson on Super Bowl Anywhere. If you're mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, got to go with Thriller. That was Thriller, obviously, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's, a, fair, that's a fair pick for sure. Yeah. 
about you, Matt? Uh, to me, iconic. Uh, just w- when it pops on, I'm I'm back in the '80s. Is uh, Joshua Tree? You too. Oh, mm, that's a good I, one. I think just all those songs just takes me back. I'm there. I'm I'm driving in the car. I'm I'm cruising. I'm I'm, I'm I love that album. The, the whole thing. It's just uh, yeah. It's probably my favorite album. And, and, and not just the favorite, but I, mean, I think it, it's to me it screams eighties. Oh, me too. I remember when that album came out; it was just an iconic moment for me because I was a U two fan already, and my fandom with U two started like very early in the MTV days and continued to grow. And then now we're up to nineteen eighty seven, mm-hmm. and they had they had done Live Aid already. <clears throat> they had done; they're starting to just getting huge. And when they when that album came out, it was amazing. And then we saw them in concert yeah, up in Cleveland. Oh my goodness, that was great. It was awesome. That was that was an outstanding. Was, at that point in my life, and for many years, that was the best concert I'd ever been to. So yeah, there you and, go. But then he saw Sean on Hot. There it is. <laughs> the State Fair. Oh, no, I, I saw uh, the Osmonds at the Ohio State Fair. Wow. Thank you very much. Okay. You know what? They never got the credit they really deserved. I agree. What a live performance they have! You, you know, know what? nobody <laughs> rocked, outside of Elvis. Nobody rocked it. Like Donnie. Elvis and Evil Knievel. Outside of those two guys, nobody rocked the jumpsuit like the Osmonds. There yeah. it is. Was there it a little is. bit country and a little bit rock and roll? Yeah, there it is. It was. There it was. <laughs> nice. A little bit track. A little bit of field. Okay, we got. <laughs> Okay, so who am I and why am I here? Because I never get invited to any of the music podcasts. (laughs) I know, see that? We figure you've been around long enough, you've endured the the experience enough that we'll see if probably it's it's time. (laughs) We'll see if this is a one and done or not. That's what I'm thinking. Information. Vote when we're all done here. All right, my album of the 80s. Um, it was during my senior year, Licensed to Ill by the Beastie Boys. There yeah. it is. Yeah. Very iconic. Yeah. Great mm-hmm. iconic. Yeah, everybody remembers, you know, uh, you gotta fight for your right to party and no sleep till Brooklyn, but I like songs like Slow and Low and She's Crafty and Rhyming and Stealing. Those, there it those is. Awesome. There it is. And I see you with your eyes on, but I kind of now I see now I see a gold chain on the outside of, of the eyes on. You did actually have a big, a big nugget yes! on my gold chain. Oh my goodness! Getting the Fiero. Yes. yes! Oh, it's all coming together. It's for all you. coming together. Did you also have your license to ill? I did have my license to ill. Oh, very that's... good. Did that one also have Paul Revere? Was that on a different album? That was on yeah. there also. Yeah. That is wow. Uh, that is a that is. That's what this is what is about because may not be like your it might be your favorite but that is a that is iconic eighties that's good stuff it sure is some brass monkey oh, oh that sounds awesome that funky monkey yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you what man it, it, it's funny because back back when that album came out <coughs> I, you know I heard the Beastie Boys and I thought oh you got to fight for your right to party that that's catchy and that's that's funny I, that wasn't a too much I mean I would listen to some hip hop and rap and just go oh that, that's okay it's nice I, I didn't really pay as much attention to it it felt like like a fad to me. Right. Um, it was it was years later where I really started to appreciate some of that stuff. But yeah. but Beastie Boys came out. I remember Paul McNeil had the tape, and we'd get yeah. his car and he'd play it. The Chevette. It, yeah, it's yeah. the only tape he had. 
Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think he might have had a striper tape too. He might have. But yeah. it was usually Beastie Boys. Yeah, I play a little softball with Paul. I have to ask him about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 He'll, he'll tell you. He could, he, he could probably sing Brass Monkey right now backwards <laughs> because <laughs> I think the tape deck was messed up. That's the only way we knew it. Okay. But um, but that that as time has gone on, man, the Beastie Boys have become iconic. Mm-hmm. Like not just '80s iconic, but overall landscape music yep. iconic. Yep. Have you guys seen the um, the Beastie Boys documentary on Apple TV, Apple Plus? Just watched it. Like, wasn't that great? Yeah. Oh my goodness! So basically, they are in a, a large theater, the two surviving members, and they are talking about the origins of the band and you know how they got started. They, they listened to like this jazz, this fusion rock fusion kind of band, not anything close to rap and they ended up doing a song it was a parody song but hit big locally and they loved doing it and so they started hanging around with these hip-hop people and stuff and so that's how the beastie boys hip-hop thing was born (laughs) and they're going back and forth between talking about it playing music clips telling stories it was it It was really it was cool it was the best documentary I had seen on on music. Yeah, it they're telling amazing. it live in front of an audience, but like like you said, showing clips and things, and they're talking about you know things that they regretted that they had done. Like they had a girl that played drums at one time, and they let her go because you know it doesn't make sense to have a girl in a Beastie Boys group, and how they kind of regretted that later. And it just it was it was really really good. I think they even talked to her, didn't they? Um, they kind of talked about how they ended up. I think. Going on tour with her later, yeah. or, but did, or did, they did, helped manage her band or something. Yeah, so. I think didn't she like, like, just like they had like a video of her talking about the band, like you know, no, no, no regrets. Yeah, no, I, I can't remember no, no for sure, but it was, it was, it was really, really good. It what was, was it called? It's Beastie Boys. Just Story Beastie. of the Beastie Boys or something like but that. But they had talked about they, how they that album first was, and they, they ended up hating. You got to fight for your right to party. Mm-hmm. And Rick Rubin insisted they did it. Yeah, and they come out with their producer. second album doesn't do well at all. But then it doesn't become a classic later on, like after the fact. And then they um they went on to do, you know, sabotage and and then they had um uh uh intergalactic, you know, it's like yeah. so, I mean they they were they were like very cutting edge, so yeah. And they were very young too when they did it. Yes. So good, Yeah, that's good, a good one. Good that's choice, a good one. Snowball. Well, thank you. So very so good. far you've earned your strength. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll probably let you down at some point. <laughs> So my what about you, oh leader. Here, oh, yeah. You? So I, I would have said Thriller is most iconic, mm-hmm. but right after it, 1999 by Prince. Yeah, okay, that's good. Yeah. That I mean, the song 1999, Delirious, DMSR, Lady Cab Driver, Little Red Corvette, Let's Pretend We're Married, all from the same freaking album. Yeah. Uh, it was released in 1982, and uh, was I mean today. Like, I listened to it not that long ago, and it's like, uh, brought me back to cruising around in Lisa McNichols' car. (laughs) So, Lisa was this friend of ours. Uh, Me and David would hang out with her a lot. I didn't date her, but we'd been friends since we were kids. Like, I knew, I met her about the time I met Kevin at church back in the 70s. And uh, whenever she was driving, that was the only tape she would play. (laughs) And it's kind of like Paul and the Beastie Boys, and um, it was uh, it, it would drive me and David nuts. Like, don't you have another freaking tape in here? Because like when I drove, we listened to like U two or <laughs> NXS or something. But uh, after a while, 
you're getting to know every one of these songs. I'm like, wow, this is freaking good. <laughs> so, good. so when I think of '80s icons and their work, I, that that 1999 album was yeah, huge, huge. Yeah. Okay, next we're going to talk about iconic '80s bands. So these bands. are these are not individual artists. These They're are bands. Just bands. Like you think '80s bands. All right. Most iconic: Snowball, Europe, Go. Oh, I searched and I fought it, but I just kept coming back to the same name, Van Halen. Yep. Oh yes. Um, I just couldn't think of anybody else that really represent. Even though they started taking off in the late '70s, you know they were very dominant in the early '80s and then reinvented themselves in the late '80s as sort of Van Hagar. So. You know, I, I think kind of the lead singer switch really just kind of helped rejuvenate the band and just gave them a, a different sound. I would agree with that. Usually you can't replace the lead singer and keep the momentum, but you're right. I mean, they, they actually became more, they had more, they had more top hits. 40 hits They're after. Sold yeah. more albums. Yeah, actually, 5150 and OU812 were both number one. And yeah, both of those were with Sammy Hagar, so. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would agree. I mean, I would totally agree. Like a lot of people will, will, will like vehemently pick sides, like Sammy or Dave, Dave or Sammy. Most people are saying Dave, Dave, Dave. But I'm li- I, like, I listen to the songs. Is like, I, I love the songs with David Lee Roth. I love the songs with Sammy Hagar. Like I can't pick one. Now, for me, I, I think the 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 Dave songs might be more iconic because they're played probably more. Mm-hmm. But Sammy's a better singer, no yes, question about it. And having seen them live with Sammy and with Dave, I'll take the Sammy version. Okay, he can sing better. He'll sing Dave's songs. Dave, for one, he can't sing Sammy's songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dave's a showman. He's great. Love him. Love the whole Van Halen, David Lee Roth days. No question, one of my favorite bands ever. But live, Sammy Hagar just brings a different energy to the band. He tells lots of stories, and hearing him hearing him singing Panama and jump and stuff, it's like, hey, Dave, I want to hear you sing Pound Cake. You know, I want to hear you <laughs> sing. I know he couldn't do Love Walks In. That would be a train wreck. Yeah. Trying to sing that. But uh, love them both. But, um, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. His iconic 80s band. So. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, my... my... My iconic 80s band, just the go-to, would be Journey. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's like, uh, it's like, just saying that takes me back to, like, every high school dance, middle school dance that you ever been to. I mean, there's, you're gonna, something like this little Steve Perry going on, <clears throat> it wasn't too much better than that. So, yeah. I, I think, uh. I mean, they started in the '70s, but he, they were, you know, huge in the '80s, and so I would, I, to me, uh, iconic. I mean, it, it's they're you know mainstream, simple, but to me, that they, they scream '80s. Yeah, a little journey. I, I would agree. I, I would totally agree. I mean, I, I think of, I mean, the cool thing about Journey is the chicks digged them, but the guys did too. Yeah, like that's the rare band. It's either <coughs> right. a chick band or band like Van Halen's not a chick band. Right, Bon Jovi, kind of a chick band. Right, you got somebody um, that uh, like Journey that everybody loves. Everybody loves Journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just wish they could put their differences aside and just get together one more time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Asia, Asian Steve Perry, 
he's okay. Yeah, you know, but he's not Steve Perry. Right. They, right. They, they, right. They, they, as, as much as he has tried to replicate Steve Perry's voice, he does a very good job. I've seen him live like three times, but it, it, they still sound like a Journey tribute band to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you're you're trying to be Steve Perry. Yeah. yeah. You're not you're not trying to sing songs to be cool, or I mean, you're. It's like you're still trying to be. Like this cat, yeah. Let the cat do his thing. Yeah. Well, I, I, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, they were all there, but Steve did not sing with them. I'm like, if there was ever a moment, have their chance. Yes. It's right there. One time. And one of the coolest things was uh, they they showed a thing backstage where Arniel can't pin, I can't even say his name. The little Asian Steve Perry. <laughs> he he um. And I and I apologize if anybody's offended by that, but you know I I can't remember Arniel Pineda Pineda whatever his name is. Uh, it showed him talking with Steve Perry, and he kind of he took Steve Perry's hand and he's like everything I have in my life I owe to you. Huh. And Steve Perry said uh, later on he's like how what an awesome young man he was and just how gracious and That's cool. and they've got themselves a really great singer and a good person so <coughs> that that you know to me yeah. it's like you, you like hearing those kind of stories i would rather hear steve perry sing with them <laughs> right. but you know yeah it's good but would you i mean are you are you a big journey fan i don't, I don't think i've heard you talk about them yeah. too much yeah um okay. in fact um i'm gonna see him next month in concert so. are you really yeah, we're doing a trip to Texas, and um, we're going to a rodeo. And Kevin and a rodeo. Here's our wearing big belt buckles and listen to George Strait. Next thing you know. Yeah, well, so that's the thing. The, after the rodeo, there's a concert every every night. And so I look, and it's like country person, country person, country person, Journey. I'm like, we're going that night. So yeah, so I, I, yeah, I love Journey. I love Journey. In fact, I told uh, I told Diana, I said we're going to get a bunch of Journey songs to listen to that day and the days before, you know, leading up to it, so that Brooke can be really comfortable with all the Journey songs, so she'll probably sick of Journey. She probably probably. already is growing up around you. She's probably heard most of them, yeah, but I'm going to try to throw some some of the obscure obscure stuff that she may not be as familiar with. Make sure you play her Stone in Love, the best best Journey song. The best! So, nice. So who's your band, Kevin? Well, even though they kind of broke up relatively early in the 80s, I still have to go with the police. Mm-hmm. I mean, they put out oh, that's like, three yeah. major albums in the in the <coughs> 80s, and uh, with Synchronicity, it was just huge. And then you can say they kind of went to 86 because they redid Don't Stand So Close to Me, 86. So they had one extra song in the 80s. <laughs> it's from the album Back to Synchronicity, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that, this was the joke. The police broke up. It was kind of devastating. And, uh, you know, Sting came out with his kind of jazzy solo album. And then Rob tells me at church one day, he goes, Hey, he goes, the police are, are getting back together and they're putting out a new album. And I believed him for like weeks and weeks, you know. And then I finally <laughs> thought he was he was joking with me. And uh, then, you know, a year or so later, he said, Hey, they're putting yeah, out... I even, told, I even gave you the name of the album. Yeah, yeah. He said... Uh, Return to Synchronicity or yeah, back, to synchronicity, back to Synchronicity something like that I didn't remember dragging it on for weeks I felt like oh, it, no, it was yeah, like yeah, five I, minutes no I, it, in my mind I remember it being a while and I kept thinking this is really happening and you couldn't really so, google and check yeah you couldn't right? yeah. check anything back then. so then fast forward to 86 he said hey the, the police are putting out 
a greatest hits album, and they're going to have a new song called Don't Stand So Close to Me 86. Well, they already had a song called Don't Stand So Close to Me. And I'm like, they're not going to rename it Don't Stand So Close to Me 86. So for weeks, months, however, I didn't believe them until I got the cassette. I'm like, no, I'm serious. And there it is. So, yeah. I, uh, I, 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 I he's not going to trick me twice. Well, I, I actually, I didn't know it was going to come out, and I was watching a video. Or it's at Karen Kathy's house down the basement. Oh, uh, been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, sir. And, 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 and it came on TV on MTV. I'm like, holy cow! And then I told you, and you didn't believe me. Yeah. And then How you, could I? I wasn't going to fall for that twice. Yeah, you're like, yeah. And I remember you. You were like almost mad not believing me. Like I'm going to prove to you that I'm not paying attention to bullcrap in your mouth right now. And so, yeah, finally. Police, that's, that's, police is 80s. That's, that's good. Oh, yeah. Man, I love... Uh, when I fir- very first heard the police, it was to do 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 da 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 Oh, yeah. They, they would play it on the radio some, and it was, uh, it was a really... I love the song. And then I was watching America's Top Ten, which is a video show with Casey Kasem, and they played... They would share, like, international videos sometimes. And they showed "Don't Stand So Close to Me." I'm like, <gasps> "Yeah, what in the world?" And I found the single at National Record Mart. Mm. Like, oh my goodness! And then later on, I bought the album. But um, I'm oh that, that I was hooked. Little did I know they were only going to make two more albums after yeah. that. But uh, I got to listen to the old stuff with Roxanne and Message in a Bottle and all that. Yeah, everything old thing she did with, was Magic came out in the '80s. Yes. So yes. Yeah, yeah. They they had for for the few years that they were together, they put out some great stuff. Yeah, they, they did put out. Was, was you would hot. you would think they were together for twenty years as yeah. many great songs and albums as they put out. Yeah. All right, uh, my band, uh, the Cars. Oh yeah. Oh, not just one of my favorite bands, but I'm thinking iconic '80s bands. You got to yeah. think Rico Cassick, the yeah. Ray Bands. That sound. That sound is so. Freaking eighties, yeah. Like even the stuff they did in the seventies sounds eighties. They were ahead of their time. Um, I just, I, I love just about every car song I ever heard. Uh, I very first, I first heard the Cars. I was watching Fridays, which was Saturday Night Live's answer, or was ABC's answer to Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live. Friday. And um, the Cars were the music guests, and they played the song "Touch and Go." I'm like, oh my gosh! The next week, I went oh, out. I, I rode my bike to Rinks, which is about two and a half miles away, and bought the 45. Rinks, Rinks, <laughs> yes. Rinks. And ever since then, I was absolutely hooked because of that one appearance on Fridays. So I went, you know, I still listen to them all the time today. But the Heartbeat City album that came out in 1984 was a great album. Um, and just one of one of the most iconic albums of the decade for me. We're not uh, talking about that album right now, but me personally, that is that's a great, great album. Yeah. Very good. Okay, now we're going to talk about male singers of the '80s. Male singers. So, Kevin, uh, I'm going to have to go with Brian Adams. So mm-hmm. uh, he had. Several albums throughout the 80s. In 85, I think it was, he had Reckless, which had Heaven on it, which went to number one. And then, of course, he had the little-known song that I found on like a mini cassette called Diana. Mm-hmm. And it was about a year before I met Diana. And uh, 
So he he scoured the earth to find a girl named. Yeah, I, I like that song so much. I'm like, I gotta find a girl to match this song. Uh, but yeah, I, so I've, I've liked I've, I've liked his music for quite some time. So I'm with Brian Adams. All right. Yeah, I like Brian Adams too. Uh, when the Straight from the Heart album came out, um, remember the girl I was dating at the time liked the song Straight from the Heart, so I bought so I bought the album. It's on the album Cuts Like a Knife. And every song on it's great. In fact, I just was listening to it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Again, for the one millionth time, probably. Yeah, even the stuff that wasn't necessarily a hit. Oh, yeah. Really good stuff. Yeah, there. just just good, solid, good sound. Good yep. sound. Matt, male singers. Male singer. Uh, the first one just comes to my mind, uh, and it's... And it, I don't know if I'm allowed to do it because he's kind of a, a duo, but... But he's a singer, the main one. But I would say Daryl Hall. Mm. I just, I love, I mean, I, I, you know, the whole Hall and Oates stuff. Maybe I mean, we should just, add another category for uh, duos. Maybe, maybe. well, I didn't see a duos category. Yeah. Well, I almost feel like Oates was a backup singer. I, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> like uh, the other guy from Wham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andrew Ridgely I would and John O'Shea were a band the, called The, the other main guy. Singer, so I, I would go with Daryl Hall. I just, yeah. I love his sound. I, I love, mm-hmm. and, and to me, they just... They they just sound you know they got the eighty sound that they they're cool and and uh, yeah I just I like Daryl Hall yeah, and he had a solo hit as well with Dreamtime so yeah. he counts as a he counts Three Hearts and the Happy Ending Machine was the album that came from oh. great album there it is. great album and there yeah is. I love Daryl Hall I've seen him and John in concert a couple times great when you think of eighties voices Daryl Hall's is Got, right. It's got to be top of the top of the class. Right. So it, yeah, very good. yeah. I mean, not only he's he's a good singer, but I, mean, I think it's just when you hear it, it's like to me, it's. it's I mean, he sings now. You got me turned oh, on to the yeah, whole live uh, at Daryl's live at yeah. Daryl stuff, which is awesome. But I mean, so he still sings. He sings good, but still, he just. He's, he's good, he's, but is he great? He's he is great. He's beyond he's great. great. You're not selling me. He surpassed Oh, no, great. He, he's, yeah, he's great. He has so much soul in his voice for being yeah. a white guy. You know? For being a white guy, yeah. So. Yes. Pretty, pretty fly, fly for a white guy. guy. Yeah, he is pretty fly pretty for Pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Snowball. All right. How am I doing so far? You're doing good. All right. Are you, are you going to say John Candy again? <laughs> Carl Lewis. <laughs> you said Carl, Carl Lewis. Lewis. You're out. Carl Lewis is my favorite male singer. <laughs> well, it would, he does have a hit. So. And he does kind of go well, along with his whole picks this <laughs> last few episodes. All right. This uh, male vocalist, very unique sound. His voice is totally recognizable. Carl Lewis. Weird Al. <laughs> George, George Thurgood. He's Marky. George Thurgood. George Thurgood. Thurgood. Really? Okay. George Thurgood. Yes. Good choice. What, why, what, him, what makes you pick him? Yeah. Huh. I really like the sound. He kind of had that Bo Diddley beat going on in uh, Bad to the Bone, but you know other good songs like uh, Gear Jammer sounds pretty similar to <laughs> Bad to the Bone, you got to be honest. But you got great songs like Willie and the Hand Jive. Don't forget that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving huh. on over and everybody's favorite in college, I Drink Alone. There you go. Yeah, yeah stuff, nobody else. Yes. I, I, I like I like Kevin's response. He goes, huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Michael Jackson or Prince. It's George Thorogood. Well, don't forget about the Delaware Destroyers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. 
Southside, <laughs> Southside Johnny says, "Don't forget about the Jukes either." So I love that, that's it. funny. Out of all the iconic '80s singers, he says George Thorogood. Mm-hmm. I love George. It's Thurgood. an iconic. Don't get me wrong. Sound. He's sure the, is. He's very different than everybody else. And, and, but there's, and there's no wrong answers. That's exactly. what. Exactly. There's that's, some dumb answers, but no. <laughs> so I gotta check mine. Okay. No, that's hey. You know what? It's your list, man. It, it's your it's your choice. But you know, none of us said Michael Jackson. Yeah. None of us said Prince. None of us said Phil Collins. Yeah. I'm not either. I'm going with Rick Springfield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. There you go. There you so, go. So we've got, we've got a Pandering fan. to the crowd over here. <laughs> we've got, that, a, we've got a fan on the Living in the 80s page that doesn't hear enough, Rick see Spring- enough. We don't talk enough about Rick Springfield. There he is. But guys, seriously, when I think about iconic 80s people... His career literally took off in 1981 as a singer. By 1989, he was done. So mm-hmm. that he, he kind of owned the 80s a little bit. Mm-hmm. And his, Say what his, you want, but you're right. He, it's 80s. You know what? He really had some good songs. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Look, Me and the Mrs. saw him alive well after 89. She's pregnant. He looks up at her, and she loses it. He's looking at me. Oh my god! Like, oh my goodness! <laughs> misty, 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 misty. He's going. Is that mine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't believe oh, wow, that she great. lost it that much with a simple glance. I mean, he did lock eyes with her. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, that's, oh, that's pretty wow. cool. Wow, that well, is good for funny. you getting close enough seats that's, that she that's could good seats right there. Well, he could see her. County yeah. Fair. Be honest. No, it was uh, downtown. Um, Palestine. Downtown no, Delaware? No, smaller. It's just uh, like a club. DLC? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's, that's really cool. It's a good door. venue. They're indoor facilities. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I mean, you know, Jesse's Girl came out way back when. Yeah. And that was a huge show. I loved it. I mean, I'm 14 then, so right. Teeny Bopper music's really all I knew. And so I liked it. But then he came out with other stuff later, you know. He's iconic. Yep, he is. He is iconic. I don't think he can play the guitar, but that's just not really, not really. But you know, it's funny because he's on Sirius XM. You ever listen mm-hmm. to his show? He uh, he'll you know he'll have different themes each week, but like the music that he picks, yes, not stuff he'll play. He'll hear. play like Red Hot Chili Peppers, or he'll play like The Cure and stuff like that. So it's like he listens to a lot of stuff, and I've I've heard him say a lot about you know I, I'm a rock and roll singer, but I sing this music to make money, you know. So it's like hmm. I don't want to say he's sold out, but he's like, got a his big palette when it comes to music. Yeah, like the record companies, the producers are like, we want you to be this teen idol, we want you to do this music, you know, so on and so forth. And he he's making money, so good for him. But yeah, he he had a very very good career. Yeah, and, he did. You know, he's still name still your favorite Rick Springfield song. Hmm? Name your favorite Rick Springfield song. Just as good. Yours? Probably Bruce. Oh, yeah. I heard that the other... They played on the radio the other day. Yeah. And they don't play the original version. No, that's a, it's a different this, version. Yeah, it's like... Oh, it's got, Have it's you ever heard of Bruce? No. So, this is a song he actually wrote in 79, but it didn't get released until the 80s. And he and so, one of the one of the podcasts he did, or one of the times when he's the, mm-hmm. the guest DJ, it was... The, to, the topic was songs... I don't like, and he played that. <laughs> so, really? yeah, so, um, but the song is about people mistaking him for Bruce Springsteen. So, yeah. and, and, and it's, and it's kind of funny, but, but at the very end, it's like, 
my mom called me the other day, and when she hung up the phone, I swear I heard her say, bye-bye, Bruce. <laughs> so even his own mom is forgetting who he is and getting Which mixed he, up with he Bruce. He even says in, in the song, like, that we're only the same to a blind and crazy fool. Like, we are nothing alike, yeah. except their names They're are somewhat sort of similar. One yeah. syllable springs something. It, yeah. It's yeah. it's pretty funny. There's some pretty funny parts in the song. So, yeah, so, so what's your favorite Rick Springfield uh, song? Probably Affair of the Heart. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. I've yeah. done everything for you is a good one. I mean, he's he's got that's my favorite. He's got a lot of. You've oh. done nothing for me. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Don't talk to strangers. That's another good one. He, he's got Tiger by stuff. the Tail. Oh yeah, that's it's a album cut. That's a that's one. It's a good one. So, yep. Yeah, iconic. Very yeah. iconic. I thought you were gonna bust out of Richard Marks, but maybe not. You know, '80s Richard Marks <laughs> is really good, but nothing like '90s Richard Marks. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> Which is another cool dude. Like they'll have him on uh, Sirius XM sometimes, like co-hosting shows and stuff. And he's he's got a, I mean, he he sung background for the Eagles and did some songwriting and things with those guys. So he's he's another one of these like Rick Springfield kind of guys. Like we only hear these songs on the radio. Like these are decent musicians that kind of know what they're doing. But yeah, it's kind of funny that a Good lot stuff. of these people are like that. Okay, we're gonna go now with female singers female. of the eighties. I know who Matt's gonna say. You don't know who I'm Judy Come on, man. Come on, man. It's thunder. Oh, I'm sorry. It's that way. I mean, All right, Matt, go ahead. ahead. No, I'm not doing Jody Watley. I'm not going to, because she's not my iconic age. She would call her She iconic. was my girlfriend. That was, they were very, <laughs> totally different say. things. Kind of like me and Elizabeth Shoot. Very similar. Yeah. yeah, I mean, ever since, you know, when we, when we split, I said I'm not going to bring her up in different things like that. Uh, I, I'm going my my '80s my '80s girl is uh, uh, iconic is is uh, Cindy Lauper. I mean, she just because she is a 80s. great wrestling manager. She's a great wrestling manager. Lou yeah. Albano is a great video, but no, she, she she's '80s. She's got the the hair and she's the got look the the look. She's got skin disease we know about now that we, did, we didn't know about in the 80s. I didn't know she had skin disease. She's on a commercial or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. commercial. For like, not, like, I don't care the not name. Not XMR or anything like that. No, that. something like that. Psoriasis. Psoriasis. Skabies. <laughs> but, but she has the look. She has that. I ain't, say, I ain't saying cute. she's great. I ain't saying the music was, was whatever. But when I, when I see her, if I see a picture of her, that's straight. It's just, that's the 80s. And you just say, "Oh yeah, we we had to listen to stuff like that in the eighties." Yeah, and she is she to me a poster chick for the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And she had a lot of good, a lot of good songs. She had good, good range. She had some, some, some slower songs, and you know, she yeah, she yeah. she was very successful. Yeah, very much. I mean, Jody was like, like a, a better listener. And, and, and kiss her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hug her. Hug her. She she you know she was really into that kind of thing. Uh, but but Cindy was just you know Cindy. So. She bopped. She bopped. <laughs> <laughs> so <it hurt>. yeah. <laughs> what, what do you got, buddy? What's yours? I'm gonna go with the sweet soulful voice of Whitney Elizabeth Houston. Well, yeah. she was on my list. That's too. iconic. Fact, both of those have been on are on my list. Very iconic. Seven yeah. number ones in a row. Yeah. First two albums went to number one. And then she met Bobby Brown. Yeah. Goes downhill, man. That's. That's yeah. one of the saddest stories. In, in it is. It is. Yeah, I mean, she's a beautiful girl. Great voice. Beautiful. I mean, the music, I wasn't totally a fan of. The slower stuff, I like better. 
Not when she's trying to. <laughs> that I will always love you drove me nuts. Mm-hmm. Just all the extended range and stuff. But you give good love. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> mm, sounds like a Valentine track right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. It, 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 it didn't quite make the cut, oh. as we know. As, as we know, as we, as we know, as that was should have been on that was side B, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Is that all you have to say about Whitney? She couldn't dance though. <laughs> well, if she found somebody to love her, maybe she would have. Yes, See? she yeah. just wanted to dance with somebody. Yes, she just wanted to dance with somebody. Yeah. Ended up dancing Bobby Brown. Look what I got her. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think her story does break my heart. Yeah. Just so yeah. well, that and their daughter too. Yeah, her and her daughter dying the same way, yeah. basically. In a and, and, and when you, when you think about like, you know, he gets he gets villainized a lot. Bobby Brown does. But man, the dude's been through some stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you lose your wife, you lose your daughter. I mean, it, it, you know, it, we all know the drugs and the stuff and everything, and that that'll wreck a family. Mm-hmm. And man, his entire family's gone. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, what, how, you know, what his he role personally, was, right. yeah, and what he feels today, even like if he looks back at those moments and just. I know, it would it would wreck me. Mm-hmm. I just saw where New Edition was going to be performing in Cleveland, but I don't think he's touring with them. Really? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I saw him on something recently where he was with them. It was like an award show or something. They had a bunch of boy bands. They had like Backstreet Boys and them and uh, New Kids on the Block were all like kind of going back. I think maybe Boys to Men too. They were like kind of going back and forth, mm-hmm. like a medley kind of thing. So that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Have they renamed themselves Old Edition? I was thinking <laughs> it's the same, same thing. Yeah, exactly. Evening Edition. That's even better. What about you, Kevin? Um, well, the first one that came to mind, and there's some good ones out there, but I have to go with Pat Benatar, the, yeah. Ooh, there you the go. Hall of Fame snubbed oh. Pat Benatar. Oh. Yeah, Pat Don't Benatar. even get me started. Uh, Huh? I didn't know she wasn't. Can you, can you believe that? Yeah, out. it's hard to believe. Um, little tiny thing, powerful voice, mm. just looks like somebody you wouldn't want to mess with. Mm-hmm. You know, she she was like, she'd be feisty. Yeah, she would but, say, "Hit uh, me with your best shot," and you would, and then she would crush you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She said, "Fire away!" But fire away. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go with Pat Benatar. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, Madonna. Yeah, to, somebody had to. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured somebody would take that. I had my three locked up in my chamber here. You guys said Cindy Lauper and Whitney Houston, but Madonna was the number one I had. I mean, she has an unprecedented career, like mm-hmm. nobody else. Like every girl wanted to have that Madonna look, um, and which evolved over the years, and her mm-hmm. fans like. Whatever she wore, they wore. You know, you yeah. see it on on MTV the next day. They're at the shopping malls buying it up. She was the female Don Johnson, baby. She was. She was. They would have had some pretty babies. They would have. Man, yeah. I wish they had gotten together. <laughs> so that, Kevin, that would have been an eighties marriage made in heaven. So, Kevin, how disappointed were you when you didn't win the True Blue video contest? <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't recovered from that. So I'll just tell you. Oh, so okay. Here, here's a question for you. When did Madonna look her best? Ooh. I'm pretty much original Madonna. Yeah, I yeah, because she had a no one else ever had that look, right? And the next thing you know, everyone looks like that. I mean, yeah, the 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 she almost like she picked her stuff out of a trash can or something. She had like yeah, she lace went to gloves a and store and just went down the aisle, just ribbons in her hair and yeah. everything, and then every everybody's wearing. Yeah, so so when she, you know, Lucky Star, Holiday, 
borderline that look when she first came out. Was, yeah, because yeah, I really didn't care for her Madonna image. Yeah, a little seemed a little um, pretentious. Mm. Yeah. What about you? When do you think? Um, I would probably go along with you guys that that original Madonna look, but the dress you up look, the pink dress, the Marilyn Monroe thing going on. Oh, the Material Girl. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. She kind of scared you, didn't she, Matt? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. She's you're, feisty. You're intrigued, though. She was feisty, yeah. <laughs> you're intrigued, though. <laughs> oh. All right, we got two categories left. Oh, boy. So, and they're, they're very similar. Uh-oh. In the words of Carl Lewis. Uh oh. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'll have to watch that again when I get home tonight. Will you? I, uh, I, yeah, I have to show it to Diana. Diana, you got to see this. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> what I, I love is the sportscaster is losing it. He couldn't Charlie even... Steiner yeah. was classic. Oh, man. Uh, um, okay, so um, music video. Mm. So not to be confused with song, because some videos have got a different iconic look and feel that may differentiate it themselves from the song right. so you could like a video and hate the song or vice versa yeah yeah so uh, some the imagery of some of these videos stick with us where maybe the song does but not I mean, that the video makes the song versus the other way around so kevin i'll let you go first well i'm gonna have to go with take on me by aha mm-hmm. the, oh, the, uh, which they've redone <laughs> in in commercials and i may have mentioned this to you but our daughter and I were playing a video game one day. It wasn't Just Cause was the name of the game. And she's kind of flying through the world, and you can hear the music off in a distance. And she goes into this building. You go down into the basement, and there's a, a, a glass screen, and there's a lady dancing behind it. And when you go around, she becomes, like, real-looking. It's kind of like the Take On Me effect. Oh, yeah. But it's in this video. It's kind of like an Easter egg in this video. Um, nice. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. But that video was just so different from anything. It's kind of like telling this comic book story, and she's kind of flipping through the pages to see how the story goes, and she gets pulled into it. I just thought that was so cool. So I'm going to go with Take On Me by AHA. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's straight 80s. I mean, I think everyone who lived in that era knows that video. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's, that was on my list, too. Crap. Oh, yeah. But, what, well, what, well yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, obviously... I, Someone's got to say Thriller. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say, yeah. I'll, I'll be the one to say it. Cause it's just, I mean, it's, it's daggone Thriller. I mean, that... It's daggone it's Thriller. It's daggone Thriller, man. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah. There was nothing like it at the time. No. Yeah, it was I like mean, a, a, a... It's like, like a movie. movie. Yeah. 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 It, we, it's like we went from, like, the, the three or four minute videos to, like, a, a eight or nine minute show or however mm-hmm. long it was. I don't know how long it was, but it was just... Uh, yeah, it was, it was unlike anything we've seen at the time. And it's still, still huge today. I mean, we go on cruise ships and they teach you the thriller dance. Yeah. Today, we three week, couple weeks ago we were on a boat. They were teaching us a thriller dance. Did you do it? Absolutely. I well, did too. I mean, absolutely. And you it's got it's, pictures. But I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's huge. Notice I, mean, I said pictures. I, I heard you. Okay. I, I just ignored you. Uh, but yeah, the um, yeah, it's it's thriller. I mean, and you got. Was it, is it Janet Jackson? Who was the chair? No, Janet. I mean, uh, Ola Ray. The, the girl? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was just, just, and the popcorn. We're seeing the memes, too. Oh, yeah. The, I mean, the popcorn. Popcorn, it was just hilarious. But it's, uh, 
Yeah, what awesome. was the old guy's name narrating? I can't think of it off the top. Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Thank you. His yeah. voice. Though, yeah. They, they said he did that in one take. Yeah. <laughs> one only, take. Only He's Vincent. a professional. Yes. But didn't he like kind of get screwed on like? I think I heard somebody like, he didn't get the royal, he, he royalties. Could, he could or get something. a paycheck for it up front, or he could get royalties. And he's obviously like, paycheck. This isn't going to go anywhere. Right. <laughs> Big like, mistake. Yeah, the yeah. thing ended up being VHS. They said what he could have got and should have got yeah. and what he did get, he got screwed. Yeah, yeah, he did. But still. You would think that they would go back to him and go, you know what? You probably deserve more. So, yeah. Yeah, but that's not what's happening. It's, it's all business. Yeah, right. right. It's, it's all business. Yeah. It's all business. They're not they're not real people. What about you there, Snowball? Okay. Um this video, the song itself I didn't I didn't think by itself was iconic, but being on MTV, um, the uh, Run DMC cover of uh, Aerosmith's 1985 mm, Walk oh This yeah. Way, where the song itself, yeah, it was good, but the way MTV did the, even the video wasn't that amazing. I mean, you just had Run DMC in one studio, and you had uh, Aerosmith in another, and Aerosmith breaks through the wall, but, you know, it broke down barriers between, you know, two different groups where... You had rap and rock and combine them together, and it actually kind of slingshotted Aerosmith, who kind of yeah. started their career a little bit. Like yes, yeah. it did. they were done. They had their biggest hits after that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing that um, they had a whole <laughs> second career. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that was that was amazing. So I'm going to break protocol here. I'm going with two. Oh, oh, here we wait, go. wait, wait. Hey, it's my hey, podcast. I'll do what I want. He's, he's done it every week. Why is he do it this for, week? For two, two reasons. Right. Okay. Two reasons. One, I bought the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> two, it's my music. It is, it's my uh, appointment. Nice. So. <laughs> All right, let's no, hear Well, be, for, for pure 80s-ness, yep. Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. Okay. You fair. watch that video, it, it looks 80s, it feels 80s, it, it's just everything about it. The colors, Captain Lou Albano. Like, the whole thing, it's 80s, 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 just unmistakable. That's why for that one. The other one is We Are the World. Mm. Because every... Everybody's in it. Everybody, every American star that was anybody, just about, was mm-hmm. in this video and song. Yeah. So. I, I, I'm going to give it, yeah, I'll give I you mean, it's. I just figured one... Give of, you some leeway I, on I that one. I figured We Are the World would have been taken. <coughs> so there's a couple other ones here I won't even mention. But, uh, Such as Hungry Like a Wolf. But if I wanted to mention, what was that, Kevin? Such as Hungry Like a Wolf. Oh, yeah, I would have said that yeah. for sure. What else would I... You, you guys are texting and you can't do this. This Maybe, is premeditated. Uh, Heart and Soul by Huey Lewis. This is premeditated playing that. You know what, Kevin? You're right. That is a very 80s-ish. You guys are not... The, the Hungry Like a Wolf was so neat because it was podcast. like... It's, it's like, like a movie. They went to Sri Lanka and it, it felt All like right. they were watching Indiana Jones. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was very iconic. You guys are <laughs> breaking rules. Breaking we're talking the about music. We could have drawn this podcast out for days. I know. That's what I'm saying. Days. That's not what this is about. Sorry, no. We're losing the spirit of the uh, the spirit we're of the winding podcast. down the series, and, and we've yeah. got all this pent up energy to, right. to we've spew always, out stuff. We've but we still have just... one more category. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> so that brings us to the big one, right? We talk about '80s music. It's not as much the albums or the artists, it's the songs. Sari doesn't understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so we'll start with Snowball. And when you think about iconic 80s songs, 
Ooh, well, I only wrote down one, and now that I don't have time to research another one, um, this band should be called the Superpowers, but instead they went with this name USA for Africa. And if Rob had, you know, stayed to the rules and not listed more than one, it wouldn't have been mentioned yet. So oh, we are the world. <laughs> That's right. Kind What'd of you think of that video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, to talk about. Yeah, I mean, well, go ahead. You, you, it's yours. I mean, go ahead. No, it's an iconic video. It's an iconic song. You know, my favorite part about it is Dan Aykroyd's in there singing. Yeah, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. He's got these glasses on, looking all studious like a rock star. And... Yeah, Blues Brothers. Yeah, that's his only claim, <laughs> as far as I know, to music. Yeah. But yeah, well, he was in the Blues Brothers. He yes, had he some hits. So, so it, what was cool about it was, you know, it was all to raise money for a, for a good cause, you know, mm-hmm. for Africa. Um, but yeah, it's it cool because that that's that was kind of what was happening there in the middle of the '80s was all these different b- bands or groups mm-hmm. getting together to come up with some kind of benefit. Collaborations, so, yeah, mm. definitely, definitely '80s for sure. <laughs> what you, Matt? Uh, my '80s song. That I think that just uh, it's not you know against not my favorite. It's not my this is the coolest song ever. But when when it comes on, I'm like I'm I'm transported back. Uh, probably simple minds. Don't you forget about me. Oh yeah, so, that's a good one. As soon as that clicks on, I mean, because opening it, note. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, and then that's... you got you also. I mean, it brings in Breakfast Club. You know, at the end, you know, just. It ties in a lot of things to me, but but it just it doesn't say any other decade but the eighties to me. I mean, that's just straight eighties. So that's that's yeah, my that's a great one. That's a really good yeah. one. That's my song. Now I'm going to throw one out that isn't my favorite song, but it screams the eighties, and it also kind of you know the eighties was the me generation, right? We came out of the seventies, and then the eighties is all about making me, money. Me, me. Yeah. So I'm going to go with. My, Material Girl by Madonna. Oh! So, that kind of was like, you know, this idea of just You're as many right. material things as you could get. And that's what the 80s was all about, right? So, yeah. I'm good. I mean, well, like I said, not my favorite song, I'm, but for, it's okay for, for, for this, it. for this, <laughs> we're, you know, we're all family here. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. But, so, but you're right. As the president of the General Hospital fan club. <laughs> 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 But oh, you know, that song is is representational of of, of our generations. Yeah, I mean, because she was kind of not just. I don't know that she was even so much singing a song about how we are, but it was almost kind of like leading us into. It's it's about. I mean, she's kind of guiding us into being. Yeah, and, and she was even saying that song was kind of a, a not a parody, but but she was like everybody's being material I wasn't trying to be materialistic she said but I was trying to show this is the way sort of like the Beastie Boys you gotta fight for your right to party they were kind of making fun of the kids that wanted to party all the time she's kind of making fun of the people that want to be materialistic So, which if you see the video it kind of goes along with the same thing the guy shows up in the nice car and stuff and finds out she's not into all that so he gets rid of the car and shows up in an old truck with flowers very good so, Rob, what's your top 15 songs? <laughs> <laughs> See, it goes all the way around. It's not just, you That's know, right. it's good. So, um, I have one here, which I'm not, I'm going to go with my my other one instead, because I think it may be a little more 
iconic because mm-hmm. it is on the radio anytime, night or day you turn the radio on. You'll hear Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. There it is. Yeah. Like, to me, that is the the 80s song. The okay. iconic, yep. the epitome, more than Jump by Van Halen. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, slightly. That was my original number one. Sorry. <laughs> But see that, <laughs> but but don't stop believing would be the one for me. Like when those opening mm-hmm. pianos playing, just a small town girl. I mean, that's to me, that's 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 easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you if you uh, any kind of eighty streaming music, you know, that you're not pl- programming yourself, you're going to hear that in the loop pretty quick. Yeah, if you go to karaoke, you're probably going to hear that yeah. song. If you yeah. go to a sporting event, you might hear it. I mean, it's. Yeah, especially if you watch down. a TV show or movie. It's well, which explain. which was uh, which president used that as their? Was that Clinton or Barack? Oh. That was like their when they was announced the winner. They played that song. Um, Probably Hillary Clinton. No, it was it was, it was it was it was it was. You're thinking Bill Clinton did "Don't Stop" by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, that's what it was. Don't yeah. stop thinking about tomorrow. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. So you're on the right track. Yeah, I knew it. Don't stop. Yeah. I was thinking uh, I got some room by Quentin, but so, yeah. good stuff. Well, that All was. Right. Did you enjoy that? I was. Yeah, good. It was a great topic. Fun. Great was, topic. Every week has been fun. So. Yeah, it's been it's been a great month. It's been a it great month. has been a great month. I'm just glad the weather's starting to warm up. Yeah, me too. Right? <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's no. We started this thing. Know. It was back in February. So, yeah, yeah. Now that now that we're getting on the other side of that, it's. I uh, mean, yeah, we're into yeah. we're into March now. This is nice. It's, I just love that it doesn't get so dark so early now. It just seems like yesterday that big blizzard. Oh, you thing. remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just seems just like yesterday. Snow yeah. seems just like tomorrow. I mean, it just yeah. it just it's, it's crazy. So <laughs> it's crazy. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, it was a great series. So we're going to have to come up with some more magic here real soon for you. Yeah. And uh, we were talking earlier. We, we're going to try to make this happen. So there is one York Steakhouse left. Yes. And uh, I happen to, to know the owner personally. So I'm going to try to reach out to my buddy and see if we can do a do a podcast from York Steakhouse. That'd be awesome. So. That'll be great. So That'll be great. We'll get it done. So, guys, thank you so much again. Appreciate you. And um, that's it for Living in the 80s. That's, that's the right. best we can remember it. All right. The best we can remember it. There it is. Right, hey, take guys, care. we'll see you next week. Take care. God bless. There it is.